And welcome to the episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Uh, my guest of the evening is the host of the Formless Podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, can well welcome to Dustin Salsi. Welcome to the show, man. How are you? Awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So, so talk to me about you got this this awesome podcast. I was listening briefly uh, uh, to it. Like, what uh, what inspired you to to create such fun? podcast because it's it's definitely fun you know the sugar man yeah 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 so um what this is is about two almost two years ago now i uh got my black belt in a style of martial arts that's very obscure congrats thank you thank you um it's something i wanted to do since oh gosh forever and um and me and five other guys tested uh, the same day for our black belts. And we all kind of, uh, we're all different ages, different, uh, professions, different, you know, came from different, uh, worlds, so to speak. And, uh, I was talking with one of them who happens to be an amateur, uh, filmmaker. And, and the, the, I started, I started this journey when I was 12 years old and got out of it and as an adult with children of my own uh we my whole family got back into it nice and and one of the things that always bugged me when i was a kid was no one knew uh, what this was and they all thought it was junk um you know it wasn't like taekwondo or kempo or brazilian jiu-jitsu that you know it it wasn't a a a talked about thing and and uh, so it kind of bugged me as a kid, you know, everybody that, that knew anything about the martial arts are like, well, what the heck's this? And it's yeah. the, the name of the style is called Wu Ying Dao. And uh, it means no form way. And uh, so that's that's where the formless podcast came from. And so as I was talking to my, my buddy, Tyler, who's also my co-host, uh, he was like, well, we should do something about that. We should let people know. And I'm like, well you know, like what, make a movie, uh, do a podcast. He's like, let's do a podcast. Nice. So we've been, we've been at it for a year. And, uh, the first few attempts, maybe, you know, the first dozen episodes or something or so we just interviewed people from the school and how they got into it and how they did it. And it eventually kind of morphed into lessons and, and things that we've learned along the way and what we're still learning and and different challenges and things and how it how it relates to others um we've brought in other martial artists and and interviewed them from different schools and stuff and it's it's just been a blast the whole thing has been um a labor of love it's 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 truly just fun and uh man i i love the fact that you were able to uh take you know take the 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 camaraderie you had in the school and, and take it outside and, and and create something so meaningful like i've never heard of that type of uh martial arts before so i think it's awesome to hear what you guys are doing that that's amazing kudos to you yeah guys, man. yeah thanks thanks and and the whole the whole idea was um you know it, it it's given me some something so you know it's given me so much and um it's I've, I've seen people change and grow for the better and it was like if if i can give somebody 
without opening my own school, because that's a whole nother headache and yeah. stress that yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm equipped for. Um, but if, if I could give somebody a little something of, of that, that I have and encourage them to be better and be healthier and, and train whatever style, um, then, you know, let's go for it. What's a, what's a like, like, what can you, can you elaborate? What Absol- is- absolutely. So it, it's a, it's a, if, if you're familiar with Krav Maga. Yes. Okay. That's probably the closest thing to relate to it. Um, it's a, it was in, it was started by an American uh, in the late sixties in, in Portland, Oregon. And the, the guy who started it uh, was uh, Bruce Terrell and he's, he's still around. He uh, basically was going to, he was a martial artist. He was going to these uh, tournaments mm-hmm. and, and seeing things and seeing different, um, different styles represented. And it's mainly a stand up style, you know, punching and kicking. Um, but the, one of the things that it changed, or I don't know if it changed it, it, it for lack of a better word, it mutated. Okay. Mm, uh, it. What it, you know, somebody would bring something in and it would, it would be advantageous. Okay. Um, it started out traditionally punching and kicking, but as grappling got in involved and, and like MMA, as that stuff got popular, it was like, we need to learn how to do some of this. We need to be comfortable with this because yeah. we didn't have any techniques for that stuff. So we started learning some ground game. Um, Muay Thai got exploded in the early 90s. That stuff, you know, elbows, knees, shin kicks, things like that is like, oh, hey, we need to take a little of this and adapt it to what we have. Not not to dominate it, not to not to say that we can do it better than they can, but so we're familiar with it. Prepare. So we learn, you know. Um, and that's one of the things that I really enjoy about it. If somebody comes in with a fresh idea and it works, use it, you know, um, and, uh, it, it, it takes a little bit. It takes, um, you know, cause egos get involved, right. You know, that's, that's like an airy martial art, airy martial art. Exactly. So, you know, you, you and I, I totally understand. You work on something, you put years of time and effort into it. I wouldn't want people to mess with my stuff. You know, this is this yeah. is mine. So, so it, it. I think it takes a special person to look at something like that and go, "Hey, this this is this isn't necessarily better, but that works." And let's let's adapt to it. Let's, let's take something from this and see if we can make it work too, you know, or at least, at least if nothing else, we have a better idea of how somebody else does something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like a big stew, you know, somebody, you know, you like carrots and I like celery. Well, Hey, let's, let's combine it instead of, you know, dividing it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and, and uh, it, it, it never really blew up. It never really got um, huge. It, it started to get big, uh, I guess. From my understanding, it, it was growing in the in the early seventies uh, on into the into the early eighties, 
And for whatever reason, it just kind of petered out. There's there's two schools, three schools, two two um two two established schools that have been around for a number of years, and one that's that's um, struggling and growing. We'll say um, one one in my local area, Redding, uh, Anderson, California, Redding, California, s- small town in the far north end of California that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> wow! And I say that because when you hear Northern California, everybody thinks San Francisco yeah. or Sacramento. And there's like 500 square miles of California beyond Sacramento. Um, so anyway, so we're the far end of Northern California. And then there's a, another school from my original teacher, uh, sensei herb blue who is in green bay wisconsin and uh he's got a he's got a fairly good sized school out there and then uh there's another another gentleman by um his his name escapes me right now but he's he's uh in california as well nice that's awesome how how long did it take you how long did it take you to uh achieve your black belt well um so i started when i was 12 uh, we quit. I had to move away when I was a kid. Um, my dad's job changed. So we moved away, came back, got married. Um, built a life. Yeah, built a life. Almost 30 years later, I get back into it. Um, it all told, it was like six or seven years before I got my black. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is leveling up. How many, how many colors of belts? Oh, your, your, tradi- your traditional colors um they they so white blue we have so you you have like yeah white blue purple green red brown black but there's two levels in each in each one so so 14 yeah wow so you get like your you get your like your beginner belt then you get an advanced belt and then you go to the next color yeah yeah so um but that was that was no less than three days a week and practicing at home and and just working my tail off. I hear that, man. I hear that. Yeah. That's so you so do it. Yeah. It well it, when you when you love it and when you want to learn. You become obsessed. Absolutely. Now you you do uh Brazilian jiu-jitsu, correct? Yeah, I do uh yeah, I do I'm a blue belt. Uh unfortunately I've been out for like I think almost a year now. Because I tore okay. my ACL, uh, and you know, I when I tore my ACL, it took me a while to get back, uh, and I worked for myself, so okay. you know, I couldn't afford it anymore because you know, being a family uh, responsibility, you know, the the mortgage, uh, the car mm-hmm. notes, you know, the uh, kids' school. So I, I had to work my business, but also go back to work and you know, heal myself uh yeah. strength, strengthening my my basically my knee because i i no longer have support regarding you know because I, my um acl just snapped and that's uh, a rough injury too yeah and you know um because you know i'm one of the main providers you know I, uh, that surgery takes you know six nine months and if everything goes well so you know I, yeah so i can't i couldn't really I didn't for I didn't want to like I didn't want the surgery because just doing my own research and and 
you know, asking people who had the uh, the operation, like it made them feel like it made it worse. So, yeah. you know, maybe one day uh, I, I'm definitely having plans to return towards it. Just, you know, progress got set, you know, has to be. First. Well, yeah, you got to take care of your business first. You yeah. got to, you know, take care of family, take care of the priorities. That stuff will come. Yeah. You just got to be patient. What's what's what I found amazing is that like my I, I graduated to a blue belt and I'm limping because like that was <laughs> uh that was on a Tuesday and Saturday I had I had done my first uh competition, which oh, right uh, which I uh I that's where I tore it at. Uh so it was it was like bittersweet because I couldn't really enjoy that first um experience as a blue belt. Right? Yeah with, with all my um uh, my fellow companions who, who graduated at the same time that I did. So, uh, but I do practice alone at my house. I got one of those dummies. I'm, I'm constantly, uh, like it's, I, I in my mind, I, I could sit down and I could almost like play like a chess move regarding jujitsu. So yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm con although physically I'm away, I'm always, you know, in the game. That's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, Tyler, uh, my, my co-host, um, I wish he was here. Uh, great example of that. He broke his foot or he, he put a spiral fracture in his wow. tibia. Yeah. And this guy, uh, I call him the superhuman on our podcast. And, mm. and one of the, one of the big reasons why is, is he's got no quit. And that guy walks in in a walking boot and he's like, Everybody's looking at him going, what the heck happened? You know, yeah, I broke my foot, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Pulls out a notebook, sits down. He's like, go do class. I'm going to watch. That's I'm same watching thing here. Today. Same thing here. Yeah. And and he's, that guy takes notes. Like, I copy off of him. He he takes notes like you can't believe. I mean, I've never seen anybody take a note. I started. And, and I it's started, awesome. Yeah. I, I'm the same way. But, like, it took to a point where, like, I was so obsessed with it. I wanted to go back. I wasn't healing properly. Like, the, yeah. the, you know, what I had left, you know, I, I needed to find a way to recover, to function, mm -hmm. to be able to walk. Because I, I was limping so much that, like, my back started to hurt. I started to get massive pain. And I would walk, like, like to the side a bit. <laughs> I had to get a, a, a thing for my back. It, it was bad because, you know, I got an autistic son. You know, I got responsible. Like the work doesn't stop, so I'm injured and I'm still doing the best of my ability to live in my normal life. You know, yeah. so it, it was really hard. So I had to, I had to um, really come to terms and like, all right, I, I, I have to block this because if not, I'm never gonna heal. I'm never gonna, you know, do what I gotta do. Because you know, you, I, I became insane. I, I was obsessed. Yeah, well, and not only that, but like you run the risk of injuring worse. Yeah, you know, or something else like your back, and then and then what? Mm -hmm. You can't have that. You got to heal up and take that time. Mm -hmm. it, it's rough. Yeah, it's true. rough. And then I I, I healed up. Uh, I think I by I was six months, uh, three months, or four months. I was already back. And um, I, I was really beginning to roll, but you know you can't control what other students do. 
Like I, I you know, the gi is white, so on my leg, I, under under my pants, I had you know everything protected. But because the gi was white, I, I put a big ass X, and I was like, just watch <laughs> my knee, just watch my knee. Yeah. And but you can't control what other, especially if, if other people are getting frustrated, mm-hmm. uh, either because they're trying to get in and you're too defensive, or they're trying to get on top of you're not letting them, you're always escaping. You know, they it, as a human, you get frustrated and and they forget that you're telling them, hey, the knee. So I that, yeah. that was another factor. And we're like, I had to take a step back because, you know, I the risk of responsibilities, you know, kept, you know, reoccurring. And, and I have to I either have to get a surgery or I have to take some time and where I build my knee, strengthen my knee and where it's, it's not an issue. For sure. Yeah. You know, uh, and good partners help. Yeah. You know, that's that's where uh, your training partners, they help you get better. They help you learn. They help you learn about yourself. But, uh, you know, I, I teach classes uh, at my buddy's school. And oh, that's cool. That's awesome. It, yeah. Everything from, um, I think, the eight years old on up to however old you want to be. Um but one of the things, you know, we practice a lot together, you know, pick a partner and let's go. Uh, but one of the things that we always are, are careful about, and, and especially newer students, it's like, you need to be a good partner. You have to communicate. You got to tell people, hey, that was too fast. That was too slow, too hard, too soft. Uh, hey, can we do that again? Uh, all of those things are only there to benefit you. Yeah. If you, if you, if you play the game, if you follow the rules, you know, if you communicate, you will get more out of it. If you just sit there and, and just let people assume or assume that people mm-hmm. know that you bum, yeah. then you're just asking for trouble. Correct. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So like drawing the X on your knee, that's perfect. You know, that not only are you telling them, but like, hey, yeah, it's right yeah. here. Day. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, it just it, it's it's the nature of the beast because you're, it's so it's a it's a physical sport. You know, martial arts is a physical sport, but it's like as you grow older and in whatever art you, you practice, you start learning and picking up the philosophy, mm-hmm. you know, but a lot of. A lot of individuals are heavily influenced with, you know, today's UFC, you know, Bellator, and it's they're they're not learning the philosophy. They're learning, you know, you know, smash. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I have a love hate relationship with with MMA. I, I love to watch it. I think it's fascinating. Um, the it, it's a chess match. Uh, the downside of it is it. Is it, uh, you know, everyone just wants to smash each other. And, and, you know, the martial arts is so much deeper than that. There's so many, there's so many other aspects to martial arts, the philosophies, the, the, uh, the honor system, the, the, you know, the code of conduct kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so much a part of, of martial arts and, and where it truly is, in my opinion, um, 
And we get caught up in the flashy and the, the excitement and the, the gladiator sport of it. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, I'm torn from it because I, I as, as much as anybody else, love to watch uh, the fight. But um, on, on reviewings, uh, uh, on breakdowns of it, um, that's where you get into the science mm-hmm. and, and the philosophy and the sweet the you know like boxing is called the sweet science and it's it's for a reason i i happen to really love boxing the sport of boxing um the technique the the chess match the mental game all of that makes up for it but on the surface it's just two guys or two Mm -hmm. gals uh in the ring beating the crud out of each other you know i i i was a big big huge fan of boxing i I stopped loving boxing and stopped really following it when Miguel Cotto uh, fought, um, what's his name? He was a Mexican fighter and he lost, right? And, uh-huh. you know, as a kid watching, I was like, something's wrong. You know, he he, he shouldn't have lost that fight. Uh, a couple of years later, it shows that the, the boxer he was fighting, damn, I can't remember his name. He had something metal in his glove. Yes, I remember hearing about this. I read yeah. an article about it not too long ago. Um, what was that guy's name? Oh, and, then, I, and, I know he, and then he I refought. Know. He refought him and, and and you know beat the living crap out of him. But I uh, after that, I, I just I couldn't do it no more. Well, yeah, I, I totally understand. And the the ugliness shows sometimes mm-hmm. when you have money involved. And especially, especially the kind of numbers they're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's huge numbers. That's a lot of coin. Yeah. Huge numbers. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you got too many people with their hands out mm-hmm. all asking for a piece of that pie. And, uh, yeah, I saw this, uh, I can't remember the fighter's name, but he's a UFC fighter and where he was breaking it down and like, all right, so I get this amount of money for a fight but you're not counting the once i get that money i gotta break it i gotta pay the coaches i gotta break the 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 team the organization they're in i you know taxes like it's like you're really getting what hundred thousand and if that if that unless you're a big name Mm -hmm. you know uh yeah that that stuff um it's unfortunate because They've got every the fighters got everything to lose their health, their their livelihood. You know, um, they're they're the ones risking it. Yeah, and they, they're the ones who should be compensated. Yeah, but I agree. Um, but that's the business, you know. Yeah, that, that's and, the business. And we're all involved in some business. Yeah. What's uh What's been your experience doing the podcast? How has that been? So uh, it's been a learning experience. Uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of, oh, I didn't know. Uh, a lot of that, a lot Very of, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Um, it's been really, really gratifying to sit down with somebody and just hear them and hear them speak from the heart and find out what makes people tick. Mm. That has been, um, that has been just super amazing. Uh, I, we've been really fortunate to have 
all walks of life. Um, uh, I've had doctors, I've had, um, I've had guys who, who've, who've been through rehab. Um, I've had kids. Um, it, it, it's just open to, to whomever, you know, is, is, uh, willing to sit down for as long as, as long as we'll let them and, and talk. And, you know, you, you you really learn when you sit down and take the time out to sit still for an hour and, and listen, truly listen to somebody, you you can learn so much. And, and, you know, we don't do that in normal everyday life. It's like, hey, how are you? How's things going? What did you do this weekend? And then it's on to the next thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and, and so that I've I just love this part of it because it. It allows me to sit down and take a breath and just shut up really. Yeah, and just yeah. listen, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, one, one guy um, who I ran across on Facebook happened to be uh, one of my personal, personal favorites. Um, this guy, Tim, the sack man, he, uh, he travels around the country in a Volkswagen bus uh, he trains martial arts, Muay Thai, uh, predominantly, but, uh, I, I saw, I just by chance saw his, uh, live video. He, he posts live every day on either Instagram or Facebook. And, uh, this is like martial arts has totally changed his life around. He, uh, was basically suicidal wow. and, and um he was hospitalized because of this he got out of the hospital and was like i need to do something i'm going to hurt myself or hurt somebody else and he started punching a punching bag and made him feel better and he's like it it worked better than anything else he'd tried and i'll let you know he needs to tell that story yeah, yeah. Uh, check him out, Tim, the sack man. Um, but basically he, he sold everything he had, put it all into this Volkswagen bus and has gone and trained with all sorts of different martial artists all over the country. Uh, currently he is in Florida, I believe. Um, but I follow him to this day. Uh, he just, it was just an awe inspiring story and it, it really, um, it it improved my life to that's hear awesome. him talk. That's about awesome. It. That was, uh, it made me look at martial arts completely yeah, different. That's awesome. That that was one of the reasons I, I joined jujitsu. You know, I, yeah. I I did it more for my mental health than anything else. Like I even came out in, in the school's commercial. Oh, uh, right on. Yeah. Although they don't they don't show it because it's more what they show is more family oriented. But I did mm-hmm. come out in the commercial. Because, you know, nobody wants to talk about men's mental health, you know? No. Right? No. We're men. We're supposed yeah, to be tough. Yeah, right? Exactly. There you go. But um, that's uh, one of the reasons, well, it, one of them, not the, the main reason, you know, because it 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 did something internally that it, I had to be broken down or, like, reset it. Absolutely. And that's what you just you helped me um create for myself and, and in order to to you know progress in life yeah yeah well you you really can't worry about 
life when somebody's trying to choke you out. Right. You know, you can't worry yeah. about like, Oh, I, I got into a fight with my boss or, or I pissed my girlfriend off or, uh, you know, I got bills due. Somebody's trying to choke you out. Yeah. Yeah. Number one concern. Yeah. And the, the cool thing that I've found about martial arts for me is very similar, you know, um, it just turns the volume down on all of that BS. And there's a lot of BS out there. You know, we've, mm -hmm. we're constantly inundated with everything. I mean, everybody's got a smartphone. Everybody's connected somehow to the internet. And if you let it, man, it could be a cesspool. Yeah. You know, if uh, you spend five minutes on Twitter and you can have a bad day. Yeah. You spend, you know, if you're looking at the wrong stuff and it's so easy to do because it just sucks you in and you know it could it, for me anyway it can ruin my day if i let it and uh i find you know going and trying not to get punched in the face for for an hour um it just it it turns the volume down on all that stuff and um it it's uh, i'm a better father a better better husband uh a better employee uh better podcaster when i train that's awesome man yeah i always said that you know a good day you know uh, a bad day in whatever um martial art you're doing it's a good day outside in the regular world yeah yeah uh it's it's awesome you know i i can i can go to a class and get my butt handed to me I can go and lose every match. I can lose every drill we do and I can come out of there smiling. And I, I've never experienced anything like that. You know, you, you know, you play basketball or football or, or soccer with, with the neighborhood kids and you lose. That sucks. Yeah. Right. You pull on a little league team and you lose and you're like kicking the dirt and you're, you're bummed out. I can go, I can go to class and lose every second of that, that hour that I'm there and I've learned something I've grown and I, I don't know. There's nothing else that I have found personally that's even close to it. And I've been it, looking, I think it has to do, you know, something in our DNA because I tell everyone, like at the end of the day, humans, like we're savages is educated. Oh you yeah. Know? Like, we need that that sense of thrill, that physical, you know, that I I, I don't know what it's that that you know sometimes you just want to punch someone in the face, right? Right, <laughs> and, and and when you're doing a, a martial arts, you get that satisfaction, but it's also teaching you, you know, if you get willing to give, you gotta be willing to receive. Yeah, and, and that what puts you know that's what um puts us people in our place. You oh, know, because, for sure. Because there's a lot of individuals that could dish it out, love. But it's like I asked them, like, have you ever been punched in the face before? Because if you have, you you want to do, you know, do, doing the dumb shit you do on a normal basis. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I just, it it makes me a calmer person. Yeah. Like, I know, I know what it feels like to, to get punched in the mouth. I know what it feels like to get kicked in the groin. Um and when your friends do it that's one thing but to have a complete stranger try and do it to you that's a whole nother picture yeah and 
and uh, it, it makes me a better human being, you know, Just plain and simple. I, I, I open the door for people. I let people merge on the freeway. It's like, hey, come on over. No, nope. it, it, it doesn't bother you. You know, it doesn't no. uh, affect you. You know, it doesn't trigger you. And that's what exactly. people love to do. You know, people love to trigger you and then, you know, call you a victim, uh, call yeah. themselves the victim. Yeah. When they're the one who initiated everything. So like I discipline. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that I've able I've been able to enjoy through martial arts is the discipline. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And discipline is you know, uh, I don't know if you know who Jocko is, but discipline is freedom. Love Jocko, man. Love yeah. Jocko. Yeah. Yeah. Um he gets heavy sometimes, you know, his podcast gets super heavy, but uh it's it's good stuff. It's Man, good he, stuff. He has this uh, he has this saying uh, that they did like music. Like his, I don't know, like do it or something like that. Good, so, good, yes. yes. Well, I downloaded it. I edited, it, downloaded, it, and, and like I had it. Like I, I replayed it, edited it to like for an hour. Oh, so when, right on. So when I like went running or jogging, I would uh, just play it and mm-hmm. good good yep like that's the most motivational shit ever <laughs> so my my wife has a very much uh love hate relationship with him because when i'm on the when i'm on the jocko train everything's good and everything is uh discipline <laughs> equals freedom and, uh, so so uh i've been i've been struggling with my new job lately um i i work uh i sell soda I'll, I'll just leave it at that. I sell soda. Um, before that, I sold dental supplies for 17 years. And um, my company, they didn't quite fold, but it was pretty close. And I was one of the guys that got cut. So uh, I got this new job. And this job is just kicking my butt. 12-hour uh, yeah. days. Uh, it, it's 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 tough work. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm coming home sometimes in a pretty sour sour mood and uh it's it's caused a bit of strife so we made this agreement that uh and and on top of all that my wife's gone back to school and she's got she's got a huge load that she's dealing with with school and uh and and some some other family issues and stuff but we just made this agreement the other day that like anytime we we meet up and one of us are in the ba- in a bad mood. We have to tell each other good. And and sometimes that's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah. But it's like, okay, I need to check myself. Uh, uh, you know, am I legitimately complaining about something, or am I just whining to hear myself whine? I mean, you know? I, I I think it's at the end. I think it's all valid. You know. In a oh, sense, yeah. compared to other other individuals that are just not doing anything with their life, I mean, you just got it off. You got it. You got a, a new job. You know, stretch twelve hours, man. Like, ah, I used to hate doing doubles. You know, yeah. sixteen hours straight. Yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, her with her school, you know, be able to have that discipline doing homework, which projects, with essays, writing. That that's like I've noticed for me, like when my mind is good and my body's not, I can still go. But when mm-hmm. my mind is not good, 
and my body is, I can't go. Yep. Clarity, clarity in the mindset is it's crazy. I mean, so guys are doing the best that you can. Kudos yeah. to both for you, man. And, and if it works, it works. Well, it, it, you have to find stuff that work. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, discipline, I truly believe it now. Discipline does equal freedom. But the other one that I like a lot is attitude is everything. If yes. you go into something with a crap attitude, I don't yes. care what you're doing. It's not going to be your best effort. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you you have to have a good attitude about whatever it is that you're doing. And you you can pardon the expression, but you can shovel shit with a good attitude mm-hmm. and get it done. Yeah. You know, um, you know, gratitude, that, a good attitude equals gratitude. And that's all that, we can hope for, you know? So I, right. yeah, I remember I used to clean toilets, man. You know, hey. I, I worked, I worked security for like eight years, got to the top, you know, Sue and tie managing people, man. Then I left the industry because I would never, the position I wanted, I just, you know, I, I, I knew that certain politics, you know, I'm not an ass kisser. So I, I know I would never reach any potential. So start from scratch, cleaning toilets, but do it proudly. What a great attitude, right? Yeah. And then I worked myself up, you know, to operation manager, you know, and, you know, life goes on. But you, it's like you said, it's you got to have a good attitude. But one yeah. of the things like in my in my experience, like if home is not good, you're not going to be good. Make sure your home is good and then everything else comes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it the home thing. Absolutely. Uh, I'm right there with you. And, uh, you know, uh, if you if you bring good home good comes back yeah man you know it, it doesn't matter what happens outside these four walls i've got people that i love and people that love me um so i'm grateful for that that alone right there m- most people would kill for that you know um so so i i'm i try to be conscious of what i bring home yeah man in, in regards to me, you know, my attitude when I walk in that front door, I need to be, doesn't matter what happened outside, but I need to be as the best person I, I can be when I come home. And sometimes that's hard to remember, you know, yeah, man. That, yeah. we're all human. We're all human. Yeah. You know, we all, we all have our baggage that we bring with us. And, uh, you know, some days it's super easy and I don't have a problem with it and I can, I could be the that best version of myself, but there are times when, you know, I, I no, need to you're, check. You're, you're tired. You haven't got you know a good night's sleep. You know, you know because that's the other thing. You know, everybody wants something at the end of the day, whether it's your yeah. family, whether it's a job. Like, rest is important, especially when you when we're getting up there at, at age. Like, I'm I'm a grumpy motherfucker. Like, I need my sleep. Like, I. <laughs> You know, I was very as as a child. I was uh, I had family members that were very inconsiderate with me when it came to my sleep. So, like as an adult, like if I don't if I don't have a good night's sleep, oh, it's all like Donkey Kong, baby. Like, <laughs> you know, and I and I do my best, and I do my best, and, and you know, I continue to do my best. But like at some point, 
you gotta like you gotta hold yourself accountable, but you you also gotta let it be known, and people need yeah. to need need to respect that because just like they want that you want they want you to respect them, they also need to respect you. Well, you it's two ways exactly, you know. So like you know, <laughs> the best we could do is is try our best, man. Try our best because yeah. you know being a dad, like you know I, I. I care like I may my 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 son's main care uh caretaker he's autistic right uh-huh. you know so I'm always fluctuating through jobs and call me right back home to my son okay uh, right so like I will leave for three four months job then leave come back you know my son you know my my wife you know kudos to her she's the, she's the backbone of this family doing a real estate. And you know, I work with a real estate. You know, I, I property, um, I do property scouting for her. You know, okay. But yet again, she's the backbone. Like I'm, I'm here, but I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. And you know, yeah. I, you know, I gotta give her a big shout out because of her, I wouldn't be able to do this, right? But yet again, it's you gotta. People have to understand that you're not perfect, and you're just trying to do the best that you can. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. You, you gotta, as a man, like I tell people, get annoyed with me, right? But I tell, I love myself. I'm not gonna put myself in that predicament. I'm not. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna have that argument. Doesn't matter how much is needed, because if if that if that moment is gonna uh, trigger something that I don't want it to be, and that's not my best version, I'm not gonna have it. I'm not gonna issue if I don't have to. That's you know. Up. That's smart. Don't fight that battle. You know, it, it, it's pick, pick your battles. Yeah. If you have, if you can pick them, sometimes you can't, you know, sometimes you get ambushed and that's just, you're going to go through the mud, you know, Yeah. but other times you can see it and go, uh, we're not doing that today. It's predictable. Yeah. It's, it's the pattern is predictable, but you know, you, you got to do your best and, 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 you know, some days, you know, that's your best. And as far as long as you realize it, and that's a lot of things as a man, you know, most of us don't realize your shortcomings. And that's mm-hmm. like the, that's like the cheat code. Cause like, if you can realize it and if sometimes you can see ahead of coming, you know, that's the cheat code to, all right, try to prevent or better whatever's going on. Yeah. You know, so, you know, so like mostly like, it's putting our egos to the side. It's putting our egos aside and try to be understanding and hope they understand us. But as, as far as long as you're able to understand yourself and know where, where your limits are, because you have to set limits to certain things. You have to set boundaries because, you know, the world, especially nowadays, like in California, it's crazy, right? So you gotta, you, you, you gotta put boundaries not For people, sure. people are going to just continue to trigger you and you got to step away. You know, it's, it's, it's dodge like boxing or dodging, you know, yep. Bob and weave. Exactly. There you go. Right on. I love that. The cheat code. I love that term. I'm going to use that. <laughs> That's good. That is yeah. good. Yeah, man. You know, you, you live, you live enough that you either start learning the lesson or you're going to continue to make the mistakes. 
it's no fun making mistakes. No, nah, man. I try. Better- yeah, I, I try not to. I don't. I don't like to overcomplicate myself. I don't like to break my head when I don't have to. I don't like Absolutely. to do the work twice. You know. Yeah, you got yeah. to think. You got to think your way out of problems sometimes. Absolutely. You know. Uh, you know. Uh, breathe. Breathe. Oh man. Yeah. Got to get that oxygen going. Yeah. Breathe and think. Yeah. One hundred percent, man. You so know. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go, go, ahead. No, go. 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 Okay. Um, what I was going to say is, you know, martial arts, and I don't care what martial art it is. It is such a thinking game. Mm-hmm. It is such a thinking game. And I, I I wish more people realized that. You know, um there's so many aspects to it, and it's that 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 pond is so deep mm. that most people don't realize it, you know, to the to the casual observer, jujitsu is just two mm-hmm. two people rolling around on the ground. Yeah. But there, it's it's such it's so deep is is into into faking it out into into you know uh, making you think I'm going to go for an arm bar and I you know rear naked choke or or whatever yeah. the case may be. But there's so much at play and and it's it's really a battle of wills and a battle of of can I outsmart you. You know, more so, not more so, but but just as much as it is physical. Just as much as it is physical. Yeah. I remember the first time grappling with somebody who knew what they were doing. And I'm, you know, 30 seconds into it. I'm drenched in sweat. I'm out of breath. And I'm dying. Like, I don't yeah. know what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah. And they're, they're not breaking a sweat. They're not breathing hard. And and they're just relaxed and they're calm as can be. Like, if you didn't know any better, that guy could have rolled over and took a nap right then and there. And I was like, okay, I got to learn how to do that. I don't know yeah. what you're doing right now, but I need to learn how to do that. It's, yeah, it's awesome. So sorry, I didn't mean to jump no, in. No, and no, 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 no apologies. I get one hundred percent where you're saying. Like, I I don't toot my own horn. But I know in jujitsu, if I would have continued, I think I would I'd be really good. Because like it's a difference. Like I when I used to roll, there's nobody my I'm short, mm-hmm. there's nobody my size. Everyone is okay. it's it's bigger and bigger. Right? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like from you know, yeah, height and weight width, right? So like yeah. I over have to overcompensate mm-hmm. everything. I have to exceed in my work, whatever I'm doing, I have to do it over times two. Mm-hmm. You know, like somebody who has who has long legs, I have to pull double the work in to not to not uh not get tangled into their guard. But yeah. also it's it's you know a lot of people in jujitsu are very they underestimate their opponent. So like if I'm on the floor and I have fucking a two hundred and I have guy on me, right? Just laying on me and trying to choke yeah. me and do something like I gotta I gotta take that squishiness into I wait and wait for the proper time, whether it's he lift his arm or lift his leg or just trying to fix himself, and that's my to scoot out. Yeah. Now I yeah. got the back. Now I got the arm. 
So it's it's a very it's a patient game. It's a way and and, and you know it doesn't work in competitions though. Because in competition it's okay. five minutes, right? So you gotta oh, go. So you're you're wasting the clock. Yeah. And that's like yeah. that's 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 how that's what I'll say in training in, in in an academy or a dojo. I'm not sure what you guys call yours. It's totally different when it comes to competition time. Like I'm here, they'll put on the clock for three minutes and it's changing, right? Yeah. But in in a tournament, it, there's no changing. If if you the clock goes, you're on the bottom. You got to figure a way how to get yourself out of there, get you in self position of dominance, earn a point, and all uh, before the timer ends out. And you got to do it quick because time goes quick. And yeah, try not to you know sure. make, my, try, not trying to make yourself tired. So it's a well, lot or. It, and every mistake counts. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. That that's that's a sprint compared to a marathon for sure. Yeah. yeah. And me rolling bigger individuals just pushed me to work harder and work more. So like, mm-hmm. you know, they'll do the drills. There's people here like me, there was people doing drills just half an asset. You gotta you gotta fall through. You, if the drill is, I don't know, getting up and getting on your opponent's stomach, full through like if we're doing it for real. You know, yeah. yeah don't want to be careful. Just go through the motions. Yeah. So that your body starts becoming accustomed to that. Because the more mm-hmm. you do it half ass, you're not falling completely. So it's in a tournament, you're, you're like, it's it's a game of repetition. The more you do it, your your body your body will do it for you. You get what I'm saying? Now you you know I, I, I'm just without even thinking about it. Yeah, no, yes. no I I got you. I yes. got you. That's the uh, you know who um, um, Miyamoto Musashi is. I probably butchered his name. The Book yes. of Five Rings. Yes, yes. Joe Rogan has his arm tattoo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Train how you fight. Fight how you train. And and that all comes down to half assing it. Are yeah. you are you just going through the motions? Or are you doing it? Exactly. And, uh, you got to do it. You know, like you got to do it. My wife at one point, you know, ah, uh, she would tell me, uh, "No mercy, no mercy." Right? Because <laughs> some yeah. days I some days I was just dragging. I'm sore. My body's all bruised up. I'm doing uh-huh. the best to not, you know, lose it. And, you know, she, she was telling me, like, you're going to go today? No mercy. And every day go. I will go in, like, the level of, like, I will I will take my level of competitiveness and implement it in a way that's just normal. That even if I didn't want to do it, that's just how we're going to come out. Yeah. And, and it, was yeah. Fu- it was frustrating people, you know. But once you implement that playing field, you're going to be ready and prepared for a lot of things. You got to do all the stuff you hate to do like you love it. Yeah, man. Yeah. And and that's why, like, I used to, the biggest guy in the room, let me go with him. I'll get, <laughs> I, I'll get my, I'll, I'll get my, you know, like you said, I get my ass handed to me. But I knew the more I roll with that guy, the, the better, better you're going to be. The better, the better I will, you know, turn out. So that when I rolled with him again, I'm not just somebody he's handing. I'm somebody he has to earn a tap, earn to to get a position, earn to do whatever. 
And then when I'll go with the regular guys, you know, it was just, it's a breeze. It's a waiting game, patient. Mm-hmm. You know, you become a, a critical, critical thinker. Absolutely. But not only that, you become a better partner for the new guy yeah. or for the guy who doesn't have that experience. It's like, whoa, what, what's, you know, what's happening here? I got to yeah. figure this out. Yeah. Um, I, I always advocate that you train with somebody better than you. Yes. Faster than you, somebody smarter than you. And the opposite of that as well. Somebody slower, somebody, somebody uh, newer, some, some beginner. Because they're going to bring something to the table that you're not, that you may may or may not have seen, mm-hmm. and it's going to cause you to to work outside your box that you're yeah. comfortable in, um, on both sides of that spectrum. Yeah. That better guy is going to make you elevate you. Yeah. That worse guy is going to make you perfect what you've got. One hundred percent. And you can you can be a teacher. You know, you could show that new person some ropes make them go oh i'm not gonna make that mistake again or hey how did you do that you know that kind of thing um and i think when you show somebody something you learn you know that's when you know that you know it yeah you know if you have to explain how you do something you you it solidifies it for you yeah 100 percent. you know yeah um i i go ahead no no go go finish i was gonna say it it, uh, i'm a i'm a big advocate for that and and our school is an advocate for that once you have experience um once you have a belt you are you are expected to show people below you stuff you're you're expected to help not necessarily teach but you're expected to help them um, because it solidifies it for you. It helps it helps uh, cement that in and make sure that you know what you're doing. And, no, and our, you have to be like a, a form of a role model. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's, that's what I think a lot of, like I tell you, jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu has good, has bad. It has people that you can't stand. Like it's an ego thing. And they mm-hmm. don't take, you know, and this is where like, I told you, like, the philosophy is no longer there. It's more like train, fight, and get paid and whatnot, right? And, yeah. you know, when once you get, you have a sense of responsibility of, of being a role model. So you can't go and take advantage or do stupid things that will get somebody less than you doesn't know uh, hurt, in a sense, because the sense of... You know, you're, you're disgrace to the organization, disgrace to yourself, disgrace to to the belt. You lose respect, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I, I did. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask you in your in your adventure. You know, doing your mixed martial art when you're sparring yeah. with somebody, right? Have you ever like uh, been told, yeah, yeah, let's take it easy. I'm kind of tired. And then you start taking it easy. And then next thing you have the other person is like going like a hundred miles per hour. You're like, I thought we were taking it easy. And then you just start taking oh, advantage of you. For sure. For sure. Um, generally the those people are a little more green. Yeah. And they they're not used to that adrenaline dump that happens. You know, um, because that's not for for everyday person, that's not something that happens all the time. Yeah. And 
even if we're going light, we're still throwing punches and kicks at each other or elbows and knees or trying to choke each other. You know, um, that's an adrenaline dump. And even if they, you know, I've, I've literally gone with somebody, we've agreed to go a certain speed, certain, a certain um, level of impact. And next thing you know, they're swinging for the fences and you're like, Hey, slow down. And they're going, I am, I am. They have no, no recollection of it. They have no idea that they're, they're trying to hurt you, you know? And uh, so if you're in the right frame of mind, you stop and you go, okay, we're going to go even slower and we're going to, we're, we're going to wade out into this deep water slow, you know? Um, It's it. I can laugh at it now, but <laughs> for the first, you know, for the first couple of times that happens, it's like, dude, what, what did I do? You know, like, did I, yeah, did, yeah. I you know, did I piss you off? Um, but yeah, it, it happens. It happens. And uh, it happens with, with everyone. Uh, you know, we're all, we were all beginners once and we all made those mistakes, you know? Um, but as, as a, as somebody with a little bit of experience in that, um, yeah, you know, you kind of you kind of smile, or at least I do. I kind of smile at myself just because I'm like, I I know what you're going through. I've I've yeah. been there. I've done. That. Um, and that just that just comes with with the 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 nature. You know, it's the nature of the beast. It, it it just you know you get exposed to it. You've been choked out. You've been tapped out. You you've you know what an arm bar feels like. Yeah. And you know that first time it was like, what's happening? what you know this is this is a foreign thing and i don't know you know I, i've never experienced this before so i try to remember that that is that way for for people but um you know some or on the other end of that too like i've had kids that were just so excited to be there and and they're just yeah. they don't know what to do with all of that and they're just lashing out and having a good time not conscious of the fact that they're punching or kicking or or trying to choke you or or whatever the case may be um and you're like okay whoa wait a minute hold on yeah yeah <laughs> the break dude so I yeah a, i got a concussion one time <laughs> i got a knee in the head oh yeah a, a new student so i, I get 100 what you're saying man dustin um, it's been an honor talking to you man uh we got to do this again absolutely i i this is everything i wanted it to be and more man thank you nice, very nice. much truly uh, appreciate it it's an honor man uh, just anything you need to set me up um before we go tell the people they can find you at yeah uh so i don't have a website yet that's in the works um it'll be the formalistpodcast.com or something similar to that um but you can find <clears throat> you can find us on instagram facebook twitter uh, all at the formless podcast. Uh, we have a open Facebook group called the formless podcast. Basically I just post updates there to the podcast. Uh, what, what we're doing, uh, who we're interviewing, uh, who we're talking to that sort of thing. Uh, our podcast can be found on all, all of the streaming services, uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all of those. Boom. There you, there you have it, guys. Go make sure you go follow him. Go support him. Go check his podcast out. It's amazing. The last one, uh, 45, was super funny and fun. Um, definitely go check it. Go check that out. Make sure you go to Deal Talk TV. 
on YouTube, like and subscribe. Go check me out and follow me at Mr. James Bartain on Threads and on Instagram. I'm out, guys. Have a good night.